What's going on, everybody? It's another Monday AM. Driving it. Getting on the interstate right now, actually. Good old I-75. Never did me wrong. But I'll tell you what did do me wrong, guys. Let me let me tell you all about it. It's been a pretty wild morning. You know, and actually, uh, in the grand scheme of things, really wasn't that bad. <clears throat> I know, you, when I tell you this tale... You're going to be asking yourself, Dylan, how could it really not be that bad? Well, let me tell you. So this morning I go out to my car. Going to get my coffee cup. And uh, hit me, getting ready to, you know, getting ready to get a splash of some of that homebrew. And um, I go out to my car this morning. And when I open, I unlock my driver's side door. uh, Lean in to grab my coffee cup. And it's laying in my driver's seat. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's this? I didn't do that. <laughs> and, and then I look up and just all my shit is gone from my passenger seat. Glove box is wide open. I'm talking wide asshole open. And there's just, there's stuff. Just all from my glove box, just everywhere. Just papers and napkins. Just band-aids. They got into my glove box, not in the glove box, but in the center console. I got pins, Sharpies thrown everywhere. Long story short, man, somebody broke into my car last night and just jacked it. Just they just stole it all. It was a money. It was a straight money grab. They pulled it. They pulled an old Steve Miller band on me, man. They took the money and ran. But uh, you know, it could be worse. Obviously, they you know they didn't steal my car. Which, you know, that could have been pretty crappy. Um, stole my backpack, which, I mean, not for nothing, man. I like that backpack a lot. That's been a good backpack. I've had that backpack since, like, freshman or sophomore year of high school. It's a, it was a good, a solid, a black Jansport backpack. I mean, that was a good-ass backpack, dude. Lost that. Contents of which are the most disturbing to lose. Work laptop. Dell Latitude, 11 inch, small, small laptop. Lost that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lost that. Uh, obviously, the laptop charger, a couple of notebooks. Um, you know, had a Six Sigma black belt, a uh, little handheld notebook that was in there. Pretty handy notebook, actually. I talked a little bit of shit when I got that notebook about how it was going to be useless. And it's actually come in handy a couple of times just as a quick reference guide when I'm doing when I'm doing some, you know, quality research, whatnot and what have you. Dude, and they stole my lunchbox. Man, they stole my lunchbox. And I as a lunchbox that my wife bought for me. Wasn't too expensive, I guess. Um, I mean, it wasn't personalized, but it was a good lunchbox. It, it was, okay? It was a good lunchbox. had a pocket on it. You know, I, they, they stole two pairs of headphones from me, one of which was my iPhone 10 headphones that had the little lightning, uh, lightning adapter in it. I mean, what? That's just rude, man. Like, what a bitch move. You know what I'm saying? That, it's just, it's uncalled for. It is. It's just uncalled for. They took um, took all my change out of my little center, like, hidden slot thing, you know, that keeps my change in it. Stole all my change. 
And you know what the thing is, though? Is okay. See, here's which obviously it was just the the part that gets me is these dumbasses, the guys that stole from me, which I guess stole from me, yes, but mostly stole from my company more than anything. But these dumbasses that robbed me or stole from me, whatever you want to call it, they um they left, so I had one cup, you know, one Yeti style cup. And they didn't take that. That was the coffee cup. They just threw it in the driver's seat. Got water everywhere, dicks. Um, that's just rude. And um, they, uh, but I had one actual Yeti cup laying in the passenger floor next to some old work boots, which I know you may be thinking to yourself, Dylan, were old work boots in your car? Ugh, man, that's gross. Okay, first of all, my feet don't stink, so I don't want to hear that, okay? So these boots don't smell. My car does not smell like boots or feet or whatever. So I'm going to just go ahead and put the kibosh on that. Let's squash that argument right now. But they left the they left the good Yeti cup. I mean, this is just old Yeti Rambler. You know, it's not the big guy. It's not the old 30 ounce. It's just the simple 21 ounce or whatever this whatever size this guy is. Black, good looking cup. They left it. Dumbasses. Took my laptop. Took my empty lunchbox though. I mean, took my empty lunchbox, man. And you know, in all honesty, the reason I'm not so worried about everything, the laptop and stuff, is because it's a company laptop. If they had stole my good laptop, I'd be pretty sour about it, you know, obviously. Because it's the only computer I've got at home is my laptop. So if they had stolen that, I'd be pretty upset about it. But, you know, they didn't. This laptop was in my house. And uh, my work laptop, you know, it's just an... It's an older, I say older, but it's probably, I don't know, it's, it, at this point, it's at least five years old, um, so it's nearing, it was nearing the end of its life cycle, and, um, you know, it's insured and backed up by the company, and I'm sure that they've got some kind of low jack on it or something that they can track it down the next time it's turned on, but, you know, the people, they can't use it, because it's, well, yeah, they can, you can get... Well, I don't actually, I don't know. They might be able to rewrite the disc and clean it off, but it's pretty useless to them because it's it's got two level two layers of encryption on it. So, I don't know that they'll be even be able to get into it once they get it turned on. So, you know, whatever. They probably it's it's in all honesty, it's probably going to end up in the trash somewhere cuz it's basically a brick. But they probably pro- they probably just think they stole some a student's laptop and they they don't have any idea what they got. Maybe my company can get it. Maybe they can't. But it is a company laptop. It's insured and backed up. All the good stuff, you know. There was nothing that important on it because everything is saved on a network drive. So, you know, it is what it is. And also, you know, you're probably really pissed right now because of all this background noise. And I'm sorry, man. They took my headphones. Like I said, they took my damn headphones. What am I going to do with that? You know what I'm saying? They took my damn headphones. That's What's this world coming to? You know what I mean? But cop was really cool. They took forever to get to my house. Took them an hour and a half to get to my house <clears throat> after I called it in. Um, but I mean, I guess you know, in the grand scheme of things, this isn't this isn't a call that they're worried about. You know, um, because they're not stopping a crime; they're just reacting to one. So the crime has been committed. They're just like getting here on their own time. 
it just sucks because I'm going to be so late to work. That's really the, the big the big bite on that one. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is, I guess. Um, anyway, so we'll move on. You know, hopefully I'll turn this police report in. Uh, man, hopefully they get me a new laptop at work soon. I needed one anyway just because the one that I had was kind of a piece of crap. So hopefully I'll get a new one sooner than later. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, anyway, though, um, dang, actually, I hope that they can't, because I did have some of my stuff on there. I think it was actually on my personal network drive, though, not on the laptop itself, so maybe not. I'll have to look and see. I really don't know, though, shit, that kind of makes me nervous. But anyway, whatever. Um, so, I, uh, this weekend in sports, man. Let's get right. Let's get right to it. Um. So first of all, we'll start with football, college football, and we'll start with my team because that's what I really care about. That's what I want to talk about. And man, the Kentucky Wildcats, man, they had to they had to go through the gauntlet. You know what I'm saying? They had. I mean, they. I don't care what anybody says. You know, Clemson is a good team, so I'm not going to take anything away from them right now. They're 100% deserve, deserve to be where they are right now as a, a solid number two team in the country. You know, what they're doing right now is uh, is really great. And the thing is, though, is that they're competitive with the SEC uh, in their conference. The ACC is not that great, I, and I'll, I will always stand by that. But what they're doing right now, uh, to be as competitive as they've been, number one, number two, over the past five years, whatever, and, um, you know, going to national championships, winning a national championship, they're going to the plate, you know, stepping in the ring with Alabama every single season. That's, I mean, that's impressive. And they're, they're taking them to task for it, too. They're really giving them a run, you know. That's been really, I mean, in all honesty, it's been Nick Saban's only challenge, only consistent challenge, sorry, has been Clemson. They're a good team, man. They're a good team. But anyway, okay, sorry about that. I got a phone call right in the middle of our conversation. But anyway, talking about this Alabama and this Clemson team, you know, Right now, Clemson totally deserves where they need to be. But Georgia is – they're a top five team. To be honest with you, I think they're a top three team. Just just being frank, you know. And, uh, and I think that, you know, they've got one hard loss this season against LSU at LSU. And LSU was a top five team until they picked up their second loss to at freaking Alabama. And, yeah, Alabama thumped them. But, I mean, come on, it's Alabama. They're a pro team. Seriously. I've told people that time and time again, and I will stand by that. Alabama is a pro team. They might as well be. I mean, I don't know that there's anybody that can beat them. I mean, this year, they – I mean, it's insane. They've The thing about Alabama this year is they're, they're always known for their running game. That's that's their big staple. Their running game has always running game and defense is what wins them games. 
this is the first year since that I can remember that they've had a, a deep passing threat the way that they have. This guy, Tua, whatever the hell his name is, I mean, this kid is the real deal. He can throw the ball. I mean, he he's they're going to win the national championship because they're a triple threat team. They've got a run game, a pass game, and a, and a great defense. I mean, they can stop. They can play anybody. I mean... Whatever your worst NFL team is, Alabama's probably hanging with them right now. 100%. They really are. I, I mean, I honestly believe it. But, you know, whatever. Um, so, Kentucky takes their loss to Georgia at home. And, you know, my thing is I had kept it in perspective the whole, the whole season. I've been keeping this team in perspective. Now, they're a great team. Okay, and and I will always stand by that and say that this this year this is a great team. All right, they're they're a two loss team, two SEC losses to two good SEC teams. You know what I'm saying? Their two losses are uh, you know one on the road and one at home to a top ten team. Even though they were a top ten team when they took their loss, but still whatever. They're losing to good competition is basically what I'm saying. They're not losing to scrub teams. They've got an amazing defense. the The running game is is definitely where where they're they're leading right now. They've got a great running game, but they're this team's Achilles' heel is that we cannot throw the ball, and that's what Georgia proved to us. If you hold the running game down, if you can keep Benny Snell from running all over you, you've got that's your best chance to win. Now, you've got to be able to strike on offense as well. You've got to be able to get past the Kentucky defense, which isn't easy because this defense is really good. But you've got to be able to, you've got to, be able to make it happen. You've got to be able to win on both sides of the ball if you're going to win the game. Because even though we can't run it, our, our defense can still take advantage of you. So there's that. And then, um, you know, the, bigger, the biggest piece is that I mean, this Georgia team really just proved how good they were. You know, they took that loss to LSU, and it seemed like it was, you know, the turn of the tide. You know, we don't uh, – Georgia's not as good as they were last year. They're certainly not as good as we thought they were, yada, yada, yada. As it turns out, we were all wrong, by the way. They're a great team. They're still a great team. Georgia, again, like I said, proved how good they were, proved they deserved to be a, a playoff team, proved that they deserved to be in the conversation. You know, Georgia's got quality wins, and they've got one quality loss on their record. And, uh, you know, keeping it in perspective, I think the Kentucky team played great. All things considered, I really do. All I wanted them to do, I wasn't expecting them to come out and win this game. I thought they had a good chance to win. Personally, I thought they had a better chance to win the game than the scoreboard showed. Uh, but I think they played great for who they were playing against because they're Kentucky is a team, as a team that shouldn't shouldn't be where they are right now. And I say that speaking historically. If you look at this Kentucky team and what has been happening. They don't deserve to be where they are right now. It, it, like Again, historically speaking, they've put in the work to get there. But if you look at just where they've had to come from and what they've done, even by last year's standards, they, don't, they shouldn't be where they are right now. This, this is a freak of nature occurrence. I mean, 7-1, and one, 
you know, or whatever they are, whatever they were going into this Georgia game, seven and one, six and one, you know, number nine in the country. That came out of nowhere. This team was not ranked last season, and they went they went all the way to number nine in the country. Took a loss to a top ten team, and now we're number twelve. I mean, that's saying a lot, guys. Seriously. But they kept it competitive, which is what I wanted to do. They did not get blown out at home. Yeah, it was 31-17, to and that scoreboard doesn't look good. But the point is, is that they put points on the board. You know what I'm saying? They put points on the board. They, they got out there. They did not let Georgia blow them out at home. They did not get embarrassed. They didn't get shut down. They didn't play their best game. They weren't able to get the ball loose and run it. They couldn't really throw it downfield, and the defense didn't stand up as much as they could. But look at who they played. They played an all-star, top-five Georgia team, and Georgia proved how good they were. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's it. Where you? That's really what where the conversation stops. Georgia proved how good they were. Georgia played Georgia football, and, you know, I guess call it whatever you want. Georgia basically... I think Georgia put Kentucky in their place. They they established you're you guys are a, a great team. You're a good team. You can put points on the board against uh, an SEC powerhouse team that is the Georgia Bulldogs. Because I mean, this Georgia Bulldogs team went to the national championship. They beat Oklahoma last year to go to the national championship, and 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 go you know, round for round with Alabama for a chance to win it all, you know? So this Georgia team is good. And Georgia, you know, showed them, you guys are a great squad, but you're not on this level yet. You're, you're not in this conversation. And I, I think that if you're being a reasonable Kentucky fan, at least, you're being a reasonable Kentucky fan, you got to at least be appreciative of where they are and what they had to do to get to this point. Because it's still a big deal, okay? Being even, or even initially being in that conversation, that's a big deal. And here's the thing, man. This is an SEC football team we're talking about here. Yeah, Kentucky has been looked at as being one of the worst SEC teams in, in recent history. Really history, period. But at least in recent history, they've been looked at as being one of the worst teams. But even considering that, we're an SEC team. We got to go through the gauntlet to make it to the end of the year because we got to get beat down by these other great powerhouse schools that are in the SEC. Okay, and at the when push comes to shove at the beginning of the year, if we stay top top fifteen, we're going to get the benefit of the doubt because we've got a strong record, a strong history, a body of work for the year, and we're going to get thrown into a great bowl game. You know, we were bowl eligible, you know, two weeks ago. And that's great, and that's something to be happy about. But we need to be more competitive than that. We need to be in a better conversation. And if we stay top 15, if we maintain, win out the rest of the season, we're going to be easily in the conversation for a great bowl game. And win or lose, that's a good thing because we're going to be on a national spotlight. And here, this is the thing. you got to look at what this type of instance does what what this means for the rest of the of uh, you know the rest of Kentucky football is Mark Stoops has helped us climb the climb the ladder and we're not on top of the mountain yet so to speak but we're on, we're on our way up 
And even if we don't make it to the top, where we're at right now is a great place to be in. Being this competitive is something that something that we have asked for for a long time and we should be appreciative appreciative of seriously because to be competitive in this conference means that we're we would be great in any other conference and that's that's a fact being competitive in the sec means you're going to be great in the acc and the big 10 and the big 12 and the pac 12 and seriously i don't care what anybody says that's it's the truth it really is the truth. You know? I mean, because there's, you know, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson's probably a better team than Kentucky if we were if we had, had this body of work in the ACC. Okay, that's fine. I don't think Ohio State's better than us this year. Michigan, yeah. Michigan might be better than us, yeah. There's nobody in the Pac-12 I would say that's better than us, though. There's nobody in the Big 12 that I would say that's better than us this year, though. Oklahoma's a good team, you know, so I'm not going to act like they're they're garbage. Texas is a good team. I'm not going to act like they're garbage, but I don't, think, I don't think that they're as good as us because I don't think that they've had to play on, at this level yet. Because I'm telling you, anybody aside from Clemson that goes to the end of the road and goes to face Alabama, anybody else is going to get their shit pushed in. And and I and I honestly believe that. Now I could they could shock the world. Alabama could have a bad game, and whoever plays them could have a great game, and they could win them, or well, beat them, and, and win against them. But I don't I don't see it happening right now. Not with this Alabama team. Just because I think that that's the way it goes in the SEC. So I think that we as Kentucky fans we should be happy with where they're at, keeping it realistic. I'm not surprised that they took this L, but they took it well. We move on. We play Tennessee this weekend. Uh, we should win that game. It'll be it'll be a, a hard-fought game. It's going to be tough because, you know, the roadmap to beat Kentucky is out there. Stop stop the running game. Force us to pass. And uh, force us to pass and hope that you don't turn the ball over. That's really it. You force Kentucky to pass the ball and um, you don't have any offensive turnovers, you can, you can beat us. That's, that's the trick. But you got to be able to do it, and that's it's easier said than done. And um, I'm not really going to touch too much on Kentucky basketball because nothing, you know, we had our final exhibition game. Doesn't really show much. We played Duke on Tuesday, huge game. Not doesn't really have very many implications on the rest of the season, but it's just a big game for the fans on both sides. So it's exciting. Uh, but the Steelers, though came out to clinch the AFC North, not necessarily clinch it, but to they take the lead. They, they solidify that number one spot with the win on the road at Baltimore, a hard football game. You know, Baltimore's got a great defense. They always do. And it's at Baltimore, so they always you always get a little hometown cooking. Um, but Baltimore, you know, shout out to them for number one, playing a good game. And then number two, though, man, with the respect, you know, Baltimore stands with Pittsburgh. You know, that's in the wake of the shooting and everything like that that happened at the at the synagogue. You know, um, big ups to them because that's a great show of respect. And, you know, all the stuff the NFL stands for, this is why we play, yada, yada, yada. You know, so it's, it was just a good showing, you know. And it, it doesn't do anything, but it just makes them look good. And it makes it realize that even though football helps people take a break from all these things, um, 
you know, we got to remember what, what's really important in life. And, you know, Baltimore took the time to do that. The Ravens organization took the time to do that. So shouts out to them, man. That's a big deal. That, that, that looks really good for them. And it solidifies the respect that people should have for that organization and that team. But I think the real news is between the Patriots and the Packers, who played last night, Sunday night football, big game. I guess if you want to think that it's a big game, but I think that it just proved what everybody else should already know, is that the Packers... All right, let's try this one more time. Took another phone call there. I apologize. But it shows this game really shows that the pack is not as good as everybody thought that they were, which I'm not surprised about. And it just shows the level of dominance that the, the Patriots are at right now. I mean, seriously, they're, I think that they showed they had a rocky start to the season, but you can never judge a team by how they play in September, first of all. I think the Patriots and the Steelers have both showed that. You can't judge a team by how they play in September. Um... And uh, really, I think the biggest thing, again, though, is that it shows how good the pack isn't. Going into this game, you know, Skip Bayless puts, put in a little note out there over the weekend that said, you know, going into this game, the Packers, by the numbers and by the roster, were the better-looking team. They were the better team in general. Their roster, they've got, they've got better playmakers on offense, and their defense has been better this year than the Patriots' defense has been. And look at what happened, man. The Pats come out and smack them. And, and I'm not going to say that the Patriots did everything right because, and I'm a firm, I'm, seriously, I'm a firm believer in this, man. But the Patriots probably got the benefit of the doubt on every possible call that they could have, and, but they went out and they got the win by a big margin too you know against a team that's supposed to be the NFC powerhouse that's looking to run for a Super Bowl now don't get me wrong this game right here this is not the end of the season for them this doesn't mean anything this is nothing more than a speed bump to the Packers they're they're certainly on their way to a Super Bowl not necessarily saying they're going to win it but the way that they're playing this year the team in general, not Aaron Rodgers, because I feel like although Aaron Rodgers obviously, you know, gives something to his team to help win, he's not the driving force that keeps them uh, winning. I refuse to believe that he is just because what I've seen from him does not, it just doesn't show that to me. It's like acting like Tom Brady is some football god, not taking into account that he's probably got the greatest coach in NFL history. I mean, realistically, they need to change the name of the trophy from the Lombardi trophy to the Belichick trophy, just because Bill Belichick's body of work with the Pats is better than, than, uh, old Lombardi's was with the Packers. I mean, seriously. Um, and so, I mean, I just, I, I, I feel that way at least. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you look at it in the modern era, the, these teams that are playing right now, they would have beat the dog shit out of these guys back in the fucking 50s and the 60s when, uh, when the pack was really rolling and they were calling the start. They named themselves Title Town and all that crap, you know? But, you know, it, whatever. It is what it is. Um, so I, I think that, you know, you can't really look at either quarterback and act like they're just these gods of football, you know, when it's the system that they're in, you know, um, 
I forget the I forget the Packers coach's name. I used to know his name, um, but they've got a very they've got a very specific Aaron Rodgers system. Really, a specific offensive system that works best for Aaron Rodgers, but that's probably because they've developed it around him. You know, really. Um, and the same goes for Belichick and the Patriots. They've got a system that they have developed around Tom Brady. But really, any quarterback that is that Tom Brady style could step in and be dominant. So, you know, there's there's that. Take that. Take it all with a grain of salt, basically. But it's still – it just proves that the Patriots are just – it proves that the Packers are not that great. You know, they're not – right now, they are not as great as everybody thinks that they are. And it solidifies how good the Pats really are. You know, I think that that's what everybody needs to pay attention to is how good both teams really are, what it really means for both squads. And, um, but, you know, like I said, this is just a speed bump for the Packers. The NFC is pretty weak this year, all things considered. You know, I think that the best teams in the NFC right now are, um, I think the Rams are an NFC team, right? The LA Rams. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're an NFC team, if I can remember correctly. No, they definitely are, because they were in St. Louis at least. But, you know, the Rams obviously are the, probably the best team in the NFC right now. The Packers are probably – the pro, Packers should be second, if not first. And then if I had to guess, I'd say that the Panthers are probably third. And those are – aside from – you know, aside from the Rams, the Rams just have a freakish offense with, you know, with their running game. But aside from the Rams, it's really, it's anybody's game. I mean, that that conference is just water this year, in all honesty. But, you know, really, as it is every year the past few years, it's New England's Super Bowl to lose. As much as I hate to say it as a Steelers fan, it really is. It's their Super Bowl to lose. Somebody's got to come and take it from them. That's really the the end of the line here somebody has got to win it from them you know the eagles went out and they did the work last year and they got the w like they needed to but that's the thing is it's it takes another team to go out there and physically take it from the pats you know they don't they're not giving it up by any means um so yeah but um you know we'll see what happens it's still early in the year you know it's only the beginning of november so you know whatever it is what it is long season ahead of them steelers are are going and uh they've got a big game against the panthers i say a big game i don't think it's going to be big i think they're going to blow them out because it's the panthers but you know they've been in the conversation recently so what's you know let's not take all credit away from them and um you know we'll go from there i don't know but uh, I have made it to work. I'll try to like review these three episodes to try to splice them together because it's like three 10-minute segments thanks to the phone calls that I got from work about, you know, all my crap being stolen. Um, and then, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to get a good seamless post together for you guys. So, uh, all right. Um, you know, hope everybody has a better uh, Monday morning than me. And uh, shouts out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Deuces.